come, Lord Jesus. That's the, the way we left things last weekend, if, if you remember, on the, the Feast of Christ the King and the end of the liturgical year. Come, Lord Jesus. We want Jesus to come back. And now, as we begin this new season, we call it Advent, which means coming. Come, Lord Jesus. In some way, last week's end of the story is the same as this week's beginning of the story. Come, Lord Jesus. A good teacher, it says, often you know, begins a new lesson by reminding people where the old lesson left off. And Mother Church is a very good teacher, and so she ends last week's lesson with Maranatha. Come, Lord Jesus, and we begin this week's lesson with the same. In fact, all of the Christian life is, well, it's, it's really kind of the same lesson. Come, Lord Jesus, we, we want Jesus, we want God. That is ultimately the lesson. Well, today as we do begin this season of, of Advent then, we might ask ourselves if, if that's the lesson, come Lord Jesus, and then that's what we should desire, what do we expect that coming, that Advent, to look like? Last week's image was, of course, Jesus returning in glory. All of the creation ends, and we are taken up at last into heaven, and everything is at last complete. That's the, the coming at the end of time. Is, is that the coming that we, we look for? Or is it the remembering of the, the coming of Jesus 2,000 years ago at Bethlehem? And certainly as we begin the season of Advent and we head towards Christmas, well, that, that seems to be the, the coming that the church would hold before us, to prepare for the welcoming of Jesus as a little baby at, at Bethlehem. And certainly all of society, at least in one way or another, kind of joins with us in the expectation of the coming of, of Christmas. Or is it the, the coming of, of Jesus in the Eucharist right now, or the coming of Jesus to heal our sins in confession, or the, the coming each day of, of Jesus into our, our lives in small ways? Well, as is often the case in the church, the answer is yes. That, 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 all that, all that coming, all that is Advent. That is, that is the coming that we look forward to. What kind of coming do you expect from God? In our first reading today that I want to focus on, the prophet Isaiah, speaking for all those in the Old Testament, exclaims, Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down. This rending of the heavens. You have to understand kind of the, uh, the biblical view of how the world was structured. You've got kind of a, a flat disk, as it were, of the earth floating on the oceans. And then you've got the heavens, literally means like a, the dome of the sky. You think like a stadium with a dome over top of it. The, the heavens are the dome, and somehow the, the stars and the sun and the moon, they're all in that dome. And then God is up above the dome. So if God is going to come into creation, he, he literally has to rend or, or rip a hole 
in the dome so he can get through to come down. And so what Isaiah is saying is like, God, we want you to come. So just go ahead and, and rip a hole in the sky and, and come down like you used to do. Like we know, God, that you, you, you used to do that. You would come down like to Mount Sinai with flames of fire and, and thunder on a mountain so that everyone is so afraid that they, they fall down and no one can miss it. This is the, the kind of coming that Isaiah wants. Something that is obvious and unmistakable, like lightning and thunder on a mountain that God would literally tear a hole in the sky so that he could get in. That is what Isaiah has in mind when he thinks of the coming of God. And, you know, I have to say, I, I find that attractive. God is omnipotent. He is all-powerful. He can do anything he wants. When we look at all the, the problems that we see in the world, the problems in our own lives, coronavirus, politics, wars, insurrections, just people behaving badly. Well, I think it's, it's something deep within us to say, yeah, God, get down here and do something about it. Don't just hang out up there in heaven. Rend the heavens. Like, get, get mad. I'm, I'm mad. So God should be mad, and God should get down here and do something about this mess. I, I think that's a, that's a normal human kind of reaction. That's what Isaiah wants. So good if, if we say, yeah, God, get down here. Rend the heavens. Okay, that's, that's one way to expect the coming of God. And not, not unprecedented, it does happen in Scripture. But look at the other coming of Advent that we prepare for, and that the coming of Jesus is a, a little baby at Bethlehem. When God chose to enter his own creation, when God really did say, you know what, enough is enough. It's a mess down there. Uh, I need to get involved. Not that God was ever not involved, but when God does choose to enter creation, how does he do it? Well, he doesn't actually have to rip a hole in the sky to get in. How does he do it? Well, he enters as a little embryo in the womb of the most chosen woman of all time, the Blessed Virgin Mary, unseen by everyone. I mean, it's the simple words of, of Mary, fiat mihi, let, let it be to me according to your word, and God enters his creation. No, no rending, no, no fire, no, no mountain smoking, just the quiet stillness that's left when St. Luke tells us, and after that, the angel departed from her. And God has entered his world. Quiet, silent, no commotion. That is how God chose to make his advent into his creation. So if we're to learn from that advent, well, maybe that will show us a little bit how to live this season of, of advent. If God's going to get into your life, how is he likely to do it? 
Does he have to rend? Are you so busy? Are you so full of other things that if there's going to be space for God, he's got to rip something apart to get into your life? Or is it more likely that just as he came the first time in Bethlehem, that God does want, in fact, to get in, and he does want to upset your life. But notice when God wanted to upset the world, he slipped quietly in. Imagine God wants to do the same thing with us this Advent. I'm reminded of the movie The Nativity Story that tells uh, the story of Jesus' birth in a modern, dramatic sort of way, and Herod the king has heard of this Messiah that's returning to Bethlehem. Even knows, ah, the Messiah's coming to Bethlehem. I should be ready. So what does he do? He stations guards all over the roads to interrogate every man coming into Bethlehem that he thinks might raise an insurrection. He's looking for someone that's going to rend and rip. And so in the movie, it's beautiful because Joseph and Mary show up at Bethlehem and they interrogate Joseph. Could this be the one? He looks fit. He looks like a young man who might raise an insurrection, who might rend the political order. And they interrogate Joseph, and it's beautiful because the the guard eventually says, nah, it's not him. And in goes Mary on her little donkey and the Messiah, who they're looking for to destroy, is in the womb of Mary and slips quietly into his own city of Bethlehem. I think that's the kind of coming we should look for. Not in some loud commotion. God's not going to overthrow your life. Isaiah says, Lord, why do you let us wander? You know, you're looking for a a God who's going to come in and and rend. Maybe you think God is a God who miserable sinners that we are would come down and, and punish us and rip everything up. No, no. God wants to be in your life, but he's not going to overpower you. If you want to wander from God, fine. He's going to let you wander. That's that's the punishment of sin. That God will sit back and let it happen if you don't want him. But if we are here on this first Sunday of Advent, and we do, in fact, want God, if our prayer, as it was last week, is the same this week, come, Lord Jesus, if we really want that, well, let's not look for God to rend the heavens. Let's not expect him to somehow have to do something incredible to get our attention. Maybe we should rather, unlike Herod, expect that Jesus wants to slip quietly in the moments of grace into our lives. Remember last week's lesson. Lord, when did we see you hungry or, or naked? And when did we see you in prison? When did we, we see you without clothing or in need of water? and not minister to you? Or when did we see that and and do it? The great kind of warning of Advent is that the entire people of Israel, their entire mission was to prepare for the coming of the Messiah. And when he came, most people missed it. What will our Advent season be like? Our prayer, I hope, is... Come, Lord Jesus. But how will he come? And will we be ready?